I was just thinking, what if we used like David get a uh, sexy chick as the intro song? That's a good song. Wow. Can we get the rights? <laughs> he's probably would give it to you. Dude, yeah, dang, no I haven't heard that song forever. Has anyone seen the video of him just DJing when he's in the zone? He goes, he, he's in. He's just like staring. He's definitely feel. He's definitely feeling some type of way, but he, <laughs> it's it's really <laughs> fucking good. What, what, so why why is sexy chick has a theme song? I don't know. I was in the shower this morning and I was like, dude, imagine we just got somehow landed the rights. To, to use that as the intro song. Quick, what about... Not like the rights, but he gave us permission. What about Let It Rock by Kevin Little? Remember that song? That's Kevin Rudolph. Yep. <laughs> Kevin Little, what the fuck? That guy too. But also, how did I know Kevin Rudolph? Yeah, you were like, my hey, dome, Kevin dude. Rudolph. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Wow, it is it is Tuesday if you're listening to this the day it comes out. So if it is Tuesday and you're listening to this on your Tuesday, wherever you may be from, happy Tuesday. Yeah. Kevin Little. <laughs> well, I was close. Like I, you were, no. Ke- I got Kevin, which is really the main beast. We're still on this? Oh, I thought we were starting the podcast. We're starting the podcast, guys. How are you? Hope you're well. Thanks for coming and listening to us talk. And sorry, we got off on a random note, but that's how things are going to be because that's what this podcast is about. Just, you know, the deep parts of our soul thinking about yeah. sexy And chick. sometimes yeah. the, the Kevin Little things don't matter, you know, so it's like just <laughs> it's, it's bigger than that, you know, so. Uh. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about this week? I kind of want to vent a little bit. Yeah. Um, Great. I don't so know. The same thing we've been talking about all week, just between yeah, me and been, you. Yeah, it's cool. been... It's been a week. It's been a month. You know it's what? It month. has been a month. And today is the last day of Mercury retrograde. I normally don't like calling last day or like, you know, say I'm about to go snowboard down a hill. I don't want to say, oh, last run because that's when you get fucked up because yeah. you're like really cautious and your guard's not up. I broke my ass on the last, like every time I call last run. Once I called last run, I woke up in the ER. Is that a thing? It's yeah. a thing. It's just like yeah. a, it's like you're not supposed to, when you do like extreme sports or yeah. just board sports maybe, Ethan and I longboard a lot. We surf snowboard and if you say last run everyone's like, All right, whatever we're calling it then you just can't you don't go if someone says last run you're like nah we're just gonna get in the That's car and crazy. leave last time we said last run um i went down the hill the slope and uh grayson went in front of me and this was like uh what 2015 2016 2016 i think yeah uh we went down the slope and grayson went in front of me and then he hit a jump and he landed it i was like wow that was that was clean so i went for it and i didn't land it and it took me like a couple seconds to get back up and we were with another friend who was skiing, and he just kind of went to the side. So I saw him, because he went down second, I saw him in front of me, and I caught up to him. And I was like, where's Gray? He goes, oh, I saw him go down uh, this side of the, the mountain. So we, we went down that side of the mountain, and uh, we got to the bottom, and Grayson wasn't there. I was like, where's Gray? Oh, you know what? Before we went up that run, we planned on going to a different mountain before we went up that run. So we were like, okay, maybe he went to the other slope to the other lift. Mm. So we went like maybe four lifts down to the left all the way to this other mountain and we get up there and Grayson's not there. So we're like, did he uh, did he go to the top? Maybe if we take this lift, we can see him coming down if he didn't want to wait for us because Grayson's kind of impatient. Um, so we went up the lift and we didn't see him coming down. And when we got to the top, we didn't see him at the top waiting for us. So we're like, okay, where'd he go? And then we come back down the mountain and Grayson is nowhere to be found. We are in uh, 
Can I tell them where I was? No, no, not yet. Yeah, well, you can't reveal it yet. Don't, don't ruin the surprise. So then we went back to the original mountain that we lost Grayson on, and we tried to do the same thing. We're like, okay, maybe he's coming down when we're going up. Maybe we're just on like separate pages. So we get to the top, and he's not there. And then we get to the bottom, and he's not there. I go to the locker room. Um, this is about two hours later after lo- looking for Grayson for two hours. I'm not even kidding. Two hours later, I go to the locker room, and as I get into the locker room, I'm my, my phone starts ringing in the locker, and I pick it up, and it's my mom. And she's like, oh, uh, Ethan. Uh, well, let me tell him where I was uh, now, because my mom's about to tell Ethan where I was, but I want to say it. All right, you can go ahead. I, can announce I think I have the right, because I was there. It was you. And that's where I was. Yeah. I was hiding out in an ambulance. Oh, yeah. as one does. Yeah, we're, had, not, we're not really hiding. I had no idea where I was. Uh, I do faintly remember waking up for as long as it took to tell my mom's phone number. And I don't remember the entire week Wow. or uh, let alone the day. So uh, how did you I, remember? I, I faintly remember this guy with a white mustache like, oh, excuse me, son, 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 wake up. Are you all right? Are you with us or whatever? I don't know. Uh-huh. And I was like. Yeah, it was, uh, sir. Like, and I was just out of it. At least you were polite. And he was like, uh, "Dude, you have a you have an emergency contact." And I was like, uh, "He's uh," and I just said my mom's phone number because it's like everyone knows their mom's phone number by heart. I feel I, like, I, yeah, I think so. Well, not when you're knocked completely unconscious. I don't know how I did it, but I told him, and then he was like, "Are you are you alright?" Are you? And I was like, "Honestly, sir, I'm just really fucking tired. I'm gonna go back to sleep now." And I just closed my eyes and I woke up on the X-ray table in the hospital. And I was naked, and this nurse was trying to get me on. Well, I was my clothes had been cut off. I had a gown on, but I was naked underneath the gown, like a ball gown. Obviously, so you must have been naked at one point because they put the gown on you. Yeah. yeah so so I, I, I was like, uh, "Excuse me, ma'am, but when I get up on this table, um, my private areas are going to be exposed. So can you please turn around?" And that's what I remember saying. And that's the only two memories I have that, of that entire day. So we lost Grayson for two hours. Um, not lost. like he was, he was still alive those two hours, but I just didn't know where he was. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I get to the locker, and my mom calls me, and she's like, oh, Grayson's in a fucking hospital in Pennsylvania. What the fuck? You say you were going to be going down the hill with each other all day. What happened to the buddy system? Whatever the fuck. And she was freaking out. And I'm like, he literally just sped up in front of me. I don't know where he was. So... I uh, I couldn't drive at the time. I don't think I don't think I even had my license yet. So I had to wait for my parents to get to Pennsylvania from New Jersey, which was like an hour and a half. And I was just sitting there like, "What the fuck? Where's Grayson?" So my my dad came and picked me up, and he brought me and my friend to the hospital to see Grayson. And I see Grayson, and he's just like chilling. He didn't give a shit. Well, I had been on. They gave me something to feel good. Yeah, for but sure. Anyway, Grayson, I think. Grayson looks like he just went like 12 rounds in a professional boxing match. His face is so swollen. He broke his sinus, which is the bone like under his eye, oh. and he just didn't have any face definition on one side. It was just puffed out, and he had a severe concussion. There's no saying what happened because I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, and that, it could have been it could have been the mountain. I could have ran into a tree. Oh, no one saw Ivan Dra- it. Ivan Drago could have got me. He could have got. No one witnessed it and said anything. Yeah. Could have left took like, you to the fucking face. Bro. Yeah, but I looked. I looked like uh, if you guys have seen the Rocky movies, like I looked like I looked like Rocky after. You know, he just went the distance with, with Apollo Creed. Yeah. Maybe you did fight some. Maybe you Maybe. fought a snowman. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think that happened, but. <laughs> How do you know? I don't. So that's, that's, what I'm that's saying. the weird part. But, the doctor- but, but, okay, so basically what Ethan is, is getting at is we don't like to call last run because that's what happens. And today we're just going to do it. We're going to call last day. Today is the last day of the Mercury retrograde. And honestly, you guys, Ethan, you have to explain what that is now. I was going to say I don't know anything about that at all so mercury retrograde is when 
See, I, I should look it up too. But <laughs> Mercury retrograde is I, when Mercury it, is like behind the fucking moon or the sun or some shit. It's like that. doing some weird gravitational thing where it's moving backwards and it's out of or or it's it, hidden. It's almost out of orbit or it's something. Mer- Mercury's just fucking around, mm. and in the time that it is fucking around, everything gets all, for lack of better terms, fucky on planet Earth. Communication gets ruined. So if you feel like this for the past like month or so, y- your communication has been like all messed up and things are like plans are falling through and technology technology also goes down and gets really messed up in this time and everything kind of just turns a little bit sideways and falls apart and that has really affected us in almost a major way for the past month yeah they say while mercury is in retrograde do not um book any flights or if you do like triple check them um don't make any like major plans don't don't sign any type of contract at all and, um, you know, we've kind of been forced to do all of those things this month because if we didn't, then our lives would just completely stop. Um, but in, in doing all of those things, Mercury has been fucking around with us. Yeah. You got it pretty much right. It just says retrograde is when a planet appears to go backward in its orbit. Ooh, so it throws so things off the axis a bit. Okay. And as you, and the de- definition says, when things get a little fucky. So you were it right. It says fucky? No, I'm kidding. Uh, but can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's just how it feels. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. We may be able to get into this one day down the line. It's a very interesting story, but something happened. And on the first day of retrograde. On the first day of oh, retrograde to Ethan. Yeah. yeah. On the first day of retrograde. One of the craziest, worst experiences of my entire life. And Normally is, we would talk about it, but we're just waiting if we are uh, to find out if we're legally allowed to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it was that yeah. it was that bad. And if yeah. and if it's safe to talk about like yeah. f- for for us. Yeah. We uh, say everything on this podcast, but we just have to make sure that we can, you know, also, legally talk like, about it. Like to the things. fans, that's not some like weird like, oh, tune in next week. Yeah. Genuinely it can't be talked about yeah, right yeah. now. It's something we didn't it's something that we did that was illegal. It's just like a Someone else did that was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so we went through this. It was a very traumatizing experience, actually, and it left me with a little bit of like uh, acute stress disorder or PTSD, which, which actually eventually turned into PTSD. And I, we went to therapy for it, and I, I wasn't diagnosed, but she was like, "Yeah, you you probably are feeling the effects of PTSD right now." And I definitely yeah. was. We had a three and a half hour therapy session, and uh, couldn't really sleep that well for for two weeks. And this is just it's. It's stuff that I would like to talk to like my to you guys about because you guys are like my friends and I like to to vent to you, but I just I don't know if I can yet. Yeah. But because of all this, Ethan and I decided that we we want to move somewhere we feel um, 
you know, it's, it's more of like our sanctuary. We feel at peace. We feel safe. We feel everything you should feel in a home. Um, and we found a, a beautiful home after looking for, for months. And we're kind of in a rush to find a home because of this thing that happened. Um, and we looked for, not months, sorry, we looked for weeks uh, and, and through th- so many homes. May I just interject to say that we actually did buy a house um, last summer. And we were planning on building a second floor, which we have all the blueprints and plans for now. And, and building, we paid for all of that, too, for, from an architect. We also paid for the house. And we, were, uh, we weren't going to say anything about the house until we like, officially moved in or until it was built so we can show you guys what it looked like when it was like done with everything we wanted it to be done with. A like quick, quick house tour moment, you know. Um, but it didn't get to that point because we decided that we have to sell that house now because the location that it's in is just not ideal after what happened to us the first day of Mercury Retrograde. So, um, we yeah, we, we looked and we found a beautiful house in, in, in a very secure and safe area. And we spoke with the owners. We have a realtor on it. And there everything was going well. We put in an offer on the house and we believed that we were going to get it in a relatively short amount of time. And... Mercury retrograde fucked us up again. Uh, the people that were going to sell us the house had a falling out of a house that they were going to buy. So then, I mean, you can't move out of your house if you don't have another house to move into. And they said that they can't sell it to us anymore. So now we're back on the search. Yeah. That was after going through like literally 50 different houses. And so the house that we're in now is just what we were going to be in in the meantime until we can move into the one that we bought that was being built. Um, but, but due to PTSD and everything like that, wait, 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 our, I, no, I'm just going to say we, we do want to get out of our house f- soon. Yeah. And we're also forced out of our house in about two months because that's when our lease ends. So, um, if we don't find a house within like the next 15 days, then we're, I don't know where the fuck we're going to live. Yeah. It's just going to be really annoying. We're going to have to move all of our shit into like a storage or to another house that we're renting. And then we're going to have to get a house that we're buying. So it's just like, uh, I don't know, man. It's stressful. It's, it's stressful. It's stressful. It's weighing on me a lot, and I just feel very unsettled. It's like the feeling of moving before moving has even begun. When you're moving, it's like, oh, my God, I just want to be in my new house, in my new room, chilling out, settled down, feeling like home. And I, even though I'm in a house right now, I don't feel like it's home anymore because no. of what happened. And I just, I just feel so unsettled, and I feel like... Um, you just want to get out. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a really bad feeling. And it's also throwing me into just a bunch of different, feeling a different, yeah. like a bunch of different emotions that are, that are not good. They're very toxic. For We've me. also hired 24-7 security, which is, it's been helpful for our, our mental health. <laughs> and yeah, but not for the bank account. Um, yeah. It's, sure. it's extremely expensive. I'm not going to lie to do something like that. And, and it's just unfortunate when it's like you don't have to do that, but. But you do now. I mean, kind of though. And looking back, like, yeah. yeah, it was absolutely necessary. Yeah. So that's that's how I've been feeling, and it, it's kind of just slowed down all of my days. And I'm not a, I'm not the type of person that 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 can sit still or have a day where I don't do much. Um, I like to be working all the time, uh, or or staying active and doing things that bring me enjoyment. But I've just kind of been in this lull, like sitting in my house. And when I sit in silence and I'm still, the only thing I can really do is just feel like I'm not doing enough. And I kind of feel like almost worthless in a sense. Yeah. Like I feel like I there's no point of me right now. Yeah, it makes me kind of question my 
role that I'm playing on planet Earth. Because I feel very blessed to have been given all the opportunities that I have and the and I'm very thankful for all my blessings. Um and I just I want to continue to to give back because I want to show my appreciation for them. And right now I'm at a point where it's like I have to focus on my situation because I, I mean I need to do that before I can then move on and, and begin to like give back to my fullest potential again. And I just I get really hard on myself about it. And I'm like, dude, like what well, you're not fucking doing enough. Like I feel like I haven't been productive. And then that's caused me to like I've been better with this for the past few days, but like I was like eating like shit and like not really taking care of myself, not working out as much and it was just a downward spiral. And I just really have just felt I don't know, not so good. I just, I, I'm not the type of person that can have a day off. Yeah. It was like a, con- a continuous amount of days off consecutively. And that's what kind of drove me insane. Like just day off after day off after day off. Not like necessarily by choice, but just because of the situation that we've been put in because of what's happened this month. Um, and how we're kind of stuck now and we don't even like, you know, have a house to move into yet. We're now we're just waiting for something to like come about. So it just kind of it's kind of sucks. It's like a waiting game, but what I've noticed about like just the day off after day off and just feeling shittier and shittier and shittier. Once you feel shitty, you do things to feel even shittier out of maybe spite or maybe because you just don't care anymore. And that's when I was just like, yeah, I was just like eating just fucking junk food all day and just like now my body feels like shit. Whatever, I don't care. I'm, I already feel like shit. I'm not gonna work out because I already feel like shit. But we have slowly been climbing out of this phase definitely and i feel like i made like a breakthrough this past week um we've been we started climbing which has been really fun i didn't really even expect myself to get into it grayson's like bro i've been watching climbing videos it's so fun we should start you know go we should go bouldering get like a membership at a gym and start like climbing every day and get really good at it and i was like yeah whatever and i didn't really like it the first couple times but now i'm like obsessed with it yeah it's so fun to find something that you're like obsessed with that's why I think I talked about this once, like briefly. But hobbies are so important to me. Like having a hobby, where because everybody, no matter like who you are, or no matter what your job is, you're gonna have a free time, and it's up to you how you spend it. A lot of people like will go out and celebrate, you know, like a good week of work, or they'll. But that's just like not me. I don't do that. Um, some people take trips, but like with what I do, I just I feel better being kind of like it, at, at home yeah. and yeah so i can just be like maximize my productivity because i don't feel like i've made it to the point where i can like begin to travel and stuff like that but that's a whole other topic <laughs> um so like hobbies are really important to me and having something that you could do when you have free time to to keep you busy uh are really important so climbing has been great we've been longboarding again which is something we did when we were like 14 and we just got back into it and it's just bringing me back it's like very nostalgic and it's a lot of fun and it's very high high adrenaline sport so we found a few things that have helped us a lot, and uh, we're, we're, we are climbing out of it. But it, it's so... Was that a pun? That's a spring. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. I didn't, didn't mean to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important because, like, you know, I think a lot of people get into that. I got into it when I was in Jersey when I would, like, say to you guys, like, I don't – I feel like I'm not doing anything. And then that's when you start to go downhill. And like you said, you'll eat bad. You'll go, well, I ate bad yesterday. I'll eat bad again today, whatever. And it just goes downhill faster and faster. And if you don't have somebody there to motivate you or pick you up or something to do that, and it's really hard to get out of it. Like, yeah. and it, it can take people – 
it took took me like months to one day be like, I got to get out. I got to yeah. move. I got to do things. This is not who I am. You know. Dude, I think I don't know what it is about moving, but even if it's just walking. I don't know. I think that's just what humans are meant to do. So you just feel like in your element. So if you have nothing to do, go for a walk or just do something active. And it doesn't have to be like crazy, like movements or anything like that. It doesn't have to be running on a treadmill. It doesn't have to be lifting weights or doing pull-ups. Literally just go on a walk and you'll feel a lot better. I feel like especially going outside. There's so many statistics that say just going outside in sunlight for even 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day can do so much. Mm -hmm. And it's not a lot of time. And then like also try to fall in love with something like a hobby or, you know, something that you want to work towards and then just, you know, start that day that you feel like you're doing nothing, start working towards something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easier said than done for sure. To get that motivation to even just get up out of bed sometimes is like, it's difficult, but I would, I would start by going for a walk. It really clears your head. Yeah. I think that's a really good piece of advice. That's helped me a lot. And yeah, like what Ethan said, work towards something like it could be, it could be anything. Just a few examples. Like say you're really into art, you know, just, practice you know even if you're not good even if you're like oh damn i fucking suck at art you're gonna get better yeah everyone starts somewhere or reading or you know practicing like your vocabulary or something like that like it could literally be anything these are just things that i want the good thing about that is like you said it can be anything like for instance i like collecting things Mm -hmm. and i get a lot of mental stimulation out of just piecing together a collection and then like getting knowledge on that and being able to talk to somebody and like give them knowledge on it. So anything that makes your brain just work and think and just kind of uh, try to reach a goal is good. You know, just like you said, it really can be anything. Yeah. yeah. I think in coll- yeah, collections are cool. I, I like collections a lot. Yeah, you we, know we, what uh, I do. Yeah, Ryan has this <laughs> crazy uh, – you could say it. What, what is it, WWF action figures? Yeah, it's like wrestling figures. Back when I was younger, my dad and I would buy them at Kmart, which now I'm old. And um, <laughs> I just kept it up my whole life, got out of it for a bit because I was like, I want to be cool. I'm 15. And then when I was like 20, I was like, I'm not cool. I want to collect them again. So uh, I have probably 4,000. Yeah, Ryan has a crazy like wrestling action figure collection. It's like, and they're so organized in your room. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, they're all like organized in like height order and like color order. It's like fucking crazy. It looks so aesthetically pleasing though. Yeah. And it just looks fun. Like, Ethan and I collect, Grayson, we've been collecting things since we were a little. Yeah. What's the first thing that we started collecting ever? Um, Bakugans? I was going to say, was it, was it Bakugan? No, no, no. No, 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 the Velvet Bears. Yes, the Velvet Bears. Let me look at what these things are called. I think I I know what you're talking about. Oh my God. Okay. So if you guys, if you guys remember this, I, yeah. Small? I think every, I think everyone in, in America, I feel like it knows what they are. Mm -hmm. Um, I talked to a friend from Australia and she didn't know what they were. So. It's an American thing? Yeah. I think they're, I think it's an American thing, but. It, they're little bears, and I feel like they're made out of glass, and then they're just covered in velvet. I've they're called them. miniature flocked teddy bears. Okay, and my grandma got me one, and it was like periwinkle, and I was like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. I love this color. It's The texture's nice. It's a little velvet bear, and I was like, why don't I collect them? And then there was a pharmacy in the town that sold them, and I had like 60 of these things, and they all looked the same. They were just different colors, and there was really no significance to them. But it was like a fun collection. That was my first ever collection. Either I collected them. Do you still have any of them? Dude, I'm just thinking of like the, whoever created them made so much money. Yeah. Because everybody everybody knows what they are, I think. Yeah. And, dude, they're like the most nostalgic thing to think about for me. But they're they like they're almost like a point. They're not pointless because they're collectibles and they're cute. And I don't, but I don't yeah, but think they can't do but much. What, what purpose did they serve? Like, they weren't a paperweight. They yeah. weren't like it wasn't like a. You couldn't really play they, with them. They were just really like an ornament, I guess. 
and whoever made them made bang. What are other things you collect? I think people like <laughs> this because second, some, yeah. second collection ever. I'm a quiz you right now. I remember it. What was it? Our second collection ever. Yep. It wasn't. Was it Bakugan? No, it was Webkins. Oh my oh, god! Wow. That, everybody Webkins. had that face. I remember my first Webkin. What was its name? And what was it? Antonio, and it was a monkey. Bro, I remember him. <laughs> All right, what was mine? I remember mine. It was Ellie the elephant. Yeah. And it was a, you know, I don't know. I hadn't ever met a guy named Ellie, but I decided to, he was a dude. <laughs> yeah, that's And that's fine. dope. Dude, yeah. Ellie as a guy name would be kind of sick. I've always, I've always really liked um, feminine, like, name, feminine, names. More feminine names for for men. Yeah. I think that's sick. Yeah. Or like, because like growing up, like I only ever heard like, you know, when you're little, you're like, I only ever heard a, a girl named Dane or I guess whatever. It's not, I guess it's not feminine names, but like unisex names. Yeah. I always like right. that. Like my sister's name is like also like boys and girls are both named Cameron. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, but so that's why I like name my elephant Ellie. And then I. Um, but na- names that are more you know, more common in in females. Yeah. But for males. Yeah. No, it's cool. I, I didn't know how to explain that, but that's what I meant. You got it. You nailed it. <laughs> uh, going back to collection, funny story. So my mom was like a savage. She's probably who got me starting collecting. I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the day, they made quarters and they had the states on the back of each yes. quarter. Oh, they made quarters? Okay. Yes, they did. Dude, I, how uh, old are you? Uh, quarters. 197. So, uh, no, so they had this big United States map. You would put the quarters into each thing. The mint would come out them. My mom, to get me them, would go to the supermarket and go up to each register and buy one item and try to find the quarter that I needed from each register oh, wow. so that I could put it in my map. Dude, that is savage. Which was baller stuff right that's there. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that, dedication. That's a dedicated was. mom right that's there. That's so nice. Yeah. Um, and then, so... Then I got a bunch of Webkins after that. I went crazy. I went off the fucking deep end. Um, and then Bakugan. I don't know if anyone remembers Bakugan, but they're like these little... It's po- like a... It's like a they're almost like Pokemon and they have cards, but they're magnetic cards. And it's a little ball. And when you put it on the card, it opens up into like a... Oh, that's thing. Cool. It's almost like a transforming never Pokemon. never heard of that in my life. Yeah. I never got into Pokemon, but I was into Bakugan. And I didn't play the game. We just collected them. Where did you buy I, that? I got a purple one for for Halloween, I almost said, for Christmas. <laughs> and I almost cried. Oh. Like, that was like, because it was so rare. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, what do we collect next? I think we didn't really have a yo-yo collection, but we had 50 of them. That was a collection. That's a collection. I guess. Yeah. I think anything I over like so. 10 of something is a collection. Dude, we got yo-yos. so into yo-yoing. Holy and then there was shit. a lot of sports stuff. Like, I mean, you have the Nutcrackers. Oh, I have a Nutcracker collection. That's still ongoing. Oh, yeah. I, I love I that. Add that. I add to that every year. Yeah. And then right. we slowly built like a longboard collection just because like, I don't know, I'm really indecisive and I, I was like, I think this one's going to be better. I think this one's going to be better. So I just ended up getting all of them, um, which is- That was the first thing. So the first time I ever like made money like in my life was off of Vine. Mm-hmm. I've never had like a, an actual like day job or anything like that. Um, I wanted to work at a farm so bad. I was like, Dad, I'm going to get a, a job at this farm this summer. I'm going to move hay bales. I'm going to get jacked for wrestling season next year. And then we uh, gained some followers on Vine that summer. And I was like, well. I could see you being a really good. Both of you guys would be good farmers because you're I'm gonna dedicated. Be a, I'm going to be a farmer Dude, one day. I could see you bailing hay like a, like the best in the world. Like I'm probably going to live on a farm one day and like and like do it just for fun. Yeah. yeah. That, like, means, like that means more like, than you know, Ryan. No, so I'm serious. Sure. You guys would be. You know how hard it is to be a farmer? Like, it's a job that, like, not a lot of people give credit to, yeah. but it does so much. Oh, I bet. And it, you got to wake up at, like, 4 a.m. Yeah. Like, but I love that. I know you do, yeah. I'm, like, so with nature. I love I love being yeah, in nature. Yeah, you guys could crush that. Back, so, to the, back to the first ever brand deal. I did our first ever brand deal on, on Vine. And I remember I I negotiated the deal so that it was the exact um, – I would get paid the exact amount it was for the longboard that I wanted. Yeah. 
um, which was eighty dollars. They're like, we'll give you, you <laughs> we'll give you two K. You're like, how about eighty? No, I, I literally no. just asked for eighty dollars. I just asked so for eighty dollars. I had no they, clue. They were, they were like, hey, you're interested in working with us? Probably gonna give them a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, can I have eighty bucks? Yep. They're like, we Four, fourteen. We bro. hit the jackpot, guys. Bro, like, yeah, like my, I had like what maybe like a no, no, you had like a couple hundred thousand, couple hundred thousand, which which back then on Vine was, was eighty dollars is yeah I big mean, numbers. Yeah. yeah, I mean you're you're promoting something to hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. There's commercials that only get seen by 200,000 people, and they get paid fucking so now insane amounts of money. looking back, knowing how much I could have made off that, I probably could have made like what, like three thousand dollars. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, but but I chose to be paid eighty dollars so I could buy a longboard. Um, I had no clue uh, about like brand deals or anything. I, I was not a businessman at all in any sense. Um, I just wanted a fucking longboard. So I asked for eighty dollars, and I made this vine, and then I told Grayson that I got paid eighty dollars. I don't even know. Did they PayPal me eighty bucks? Probably. I think they did. And and then Grayson was like, "Dude, I need to do a brand deal now." <laughs> so I I don't know how, but I, I I put my email in my bio. Yeah. And I got an email from this fitness app. <laughs> I don't think it's still around, dude. This was this was dedication. Um, <laughs> I I remember I remember they they wanted me to make a. Uh, like a, a vine about like fitness um and tag them and say like i download the app right and the deal was 430 dollars whoa you can get multiple long and i was in eighth grade and i was a whoa this is crazy i could yeah i could literally get myself a longboard and they had they had the, this longboard pack where it was a longboard ethan wanted that was 160 yeah and if you got that the longboard i normally wanted was 110 but they would throw it in for 50 bucks additionally if oh. you if you just so it was a 210 yeah. from two long boards. That's what I'm talking about. Six years ago, plus Grayson remembers everything. Yeah, he remembered the price of those boards. So I was like, yo, Incredible. I was like, yo, Ethan, I got us. So uh, I was negotiating. I was texting this guy who owned this app, probably like a, you know, 30-year-old dude. I was going to say a little creepy of that guy. But yeah, yeah, okay, know. yeah. But <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm like 14. I'm trying to make this brand deal thing work. Trying to make I'm, this fucking bread. Dog. Yeah, dude. And I was like, all right, yeah. This guy was like, hey, we need it up by 4.30 uh, Eastern time. And I got off the bus at three fifteen. Okay. And I didn't have the school any, bus then. Yeah, the school yeah. bus from middle school. From yeah. Middle school. I, I didn't oh have I didn't have any workout equipment at my house, but my friend had a bench set. He was on my bus, but we weren't allowed to get off at each other's stops. Mm-hmm. It was just a rule. And he lived two miles away from me, across his main highway road. So I got off the bus, threw my backpack in my side door at my house, and. I sprinted to my friend's house, got there at like four. I don't know. I got off the bus at three. Maybe, maybe like by the time I was running, it was like three thirty. Took me like thirty minutes to get there because the it was, town it was like the town was really spread out and it was really long hills and stuff like yeah. that. And only main roads. You risk your life for this brand deal. Yeah. So I ran to his house and because I asked him on the bus, I was like, "Yo, can I use your bench set for this fitness ad I have to do?" He was like, "Yeah, bro, of course." So. I get to his house. It's like 4 o'clock. I shoot the vine. I was like, mm, it's not good enough. I wanted to deliver something good to this brand. Mm-hmm. Shot it. I was like, all right, this is good. Um, and I posted it, tagged him. And the guy was like, all right, great. Thanks so much, Grayson. The next day I was like, hey, man, so like, how, how would you like to send the, the money and everything? He's like, oh, well, actually, um, the, the vine didn't end up getting as many likes as we projected it to, which, duh, it's a brand deal. You own a fucking brand. Know that it's not going to get as many likes as a normal vine. Right. Um, and he was like, so we actually can't pay you. And I was like, what? Uh, so basically I made $0 off of that. Posted a fucking Vine for him. Oh, he never paid you. So if that yeah. guy's out there and he's listening, yeah, hey, f- man. Hey, fuck off. 
uh, you're you're a great guy. You know, probably 30 years old at the time, tricking a 14 year old into doing free advertisement for your bullshit company that went under. Yep. So yeah, basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. basically, that was my first brand deal experience. And then soon after that, I kind of said, "Fuck it" with the brand deals. I didn't eat. I, my my mom. I was just eating my mom's food. Yeah. You know, living in my parents' house. Obviously, I'm fucking yeah, 14. 14. So I didn't. I didn't really need I to make money for any reason. I didn't really need to make money for any reason. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna focus on just just making stuff that I want to. Then by the time we had like a million followers, uh, some bigger brands. I think the first brand we worked with was Coca-Cola. They came in and... Not uh, a bad first brand. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. sick. It was, I, I felt like it was like, what the, am I yeah. dreaming? And I actually negotiated that deal through text as well, but I did a... Re- with Coke? I, yeah, <laughs> really? and I was, I was 14, dude. Like, <laughs> they came in and they're like, all right, $12,000, you each get six and you can make a vine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, what if we just make it on one page and get paid... Forty-five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and they were like, "Uh, oh, well, we'll go to talk to our, our high ups and we'll." And I somehow closed the deal at one vine on Ethan's page, who had less followers than me at the time, yeah. for forty grand. You're a mastermind. And and we and it, but th- that vine low key went viral, yeah. and they got like millions of impressions on it. So it, they did get their money's worth, and um, that was what we basically used, I think, to move. Yeah, yeah. to L.A. That's awesome. But and also here's the thing, um, it wasn't. It was a Coca-Cola brand deal, but it was through a third party. So Coca-Cola gave a third party company a bunch of money to then get a bunch of viners on board to make brand deals. And yeah. So we negotiated with a third party company. It wasn't, it wasn't us actually, actually. It wasn't. I don't think it wasn't directly. What was? Uh, but I didn't know that. What, 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 <laughs> I thought I was what talking about the code. context of that vine. Oh God, if I could remember. Um, was it six years ago at least? <sighs> He's no, like, it wasn't. It um, was like it was like five. It was like five and a half years ago. He'll, he'll remember it. in like six months. Right, so we'll we'll get, yeah. yeah, six months. We'll talk about it again. But I, I remember Ethan was in his room and dude. I, he was wearing a blue crew neck. I do remember exactly Ooh. what he was wearing. You do it, no, know it was that. a share. It was it, had the, it was when they first put the names on the bottle. It was like share with. Oh, and it yes. said bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he shared it with me or I shared it with him and he was like going crazy because he liked it. And the vine went. The vine, oh, you know, I was doing my I was doing my dance moves, dude. He was dancing. I was shaking my ass a little bit. Yeah. People do people liked when I shook my ass on Vine. Dude, dude that's what, fucked yeah. up because you were You were 14. Okay. Hey, well, that's not my fault, bro. I didn't No, even, yeah. I mean, you're just you were you were yourself at the time. It's not yeah. your fault. Yeah. But look, you guys have been business savvy since – because you know how many people couldn't do that at 24, let alone 14? You know, like that's why you're here I think now. it was. I think it was kind of like my ignorance too. I was just like, ah, oh, let's see what I can do. A little bit. But people – most I, people I wouldn't know, send man. it like that. I'm telling you. They just wouldn't have the wherewithal to be like, let's ask for more. If yeah. you're 14 someone says 12 grand, you're like – um, I could buy a state with that. But I, so <laughs> also right now, I still don't understand the concept of money. Yeah. Because I, I went from li- like just being in middle school to then just like living, um, on our own, on our own in, in LA. LA when we were 15 and right. just like, and being able to afford a, an apartment here. Yeah. yeah. So like, and, and I just like, I just never really understood like how much money is to, like someone working, yeah, someone working a nine to five. Yeah, or, like, yeah. I, but I, but I, I like, I like, wish, I wish that I did get that farm job, because I was like, oh, it would have been awesome to learn that. But it would also, also, so, also something that I've realized is the more, the more that like money that we've made and been blessed with, like the, the more simple I've become. Too. Yeah. So I think that, that also like I'm just like why. Well, like, you get I, out of your system. Yeah, you know, yeah. you have to. Like, I feel yeah, like we did yeah. spend like assholes, maybe like. A year or two ago, just like buying stupid shit that yeah, really designer like, clothes and shit. That's like all we bought, and like I think it was to kind of like suppress some maybe like feelings that we had that we kind of just wanted to forget about, and just like that's like splurging is kind of like a, a form yeah. of 
I it's an know, addiction. Coping. Shopping yeah. is an addiction yeah. and, and definitely a coping mechanism. On, yeah, the, sure. on the worst, on one of the worst days, high st- most high stress days of my life, I went out and bought like a. We bought two watches. Yeah. That were like, and, and now we have a watch collection, and they actually have like a lot of sentimental value to me. Yeah. So they're worth whatever we spent. That's like a priceless purchase, but. That's what I did to cope with my extreme stress and anxiety that day. Yeah. yeah. So then we realized that we were doing that and we kind of toned it down with that. Back to what you were saying about not really having a concept of money. We did go from like 14 having $0 on a bank account to then negotiating this brand deal with Coca-Cola and then having enough money to move to L.A. And then, I mean, we didn't really have enough to move to L.A. It wasn't enough to pay the rent for the year, but we got to L.A. And then we started, we're like, whatever, we're going to grind when we get there. We're going to start making money. If we have to move back, we're going to move back, but we're not going to have to move back. Yeah. We just committed. We sent it. So yeah. um, it was our plan A, B, and C yeah. to get it done. Yeah, we didn't have a plan B. So, you know, I mean... Back to what you were saying about the concept of money thing. Um, we you know, went from zero to kind of like 100. And then, like, as we would, you know, hire people or start working with people, we didn't know how much to, like, pay anyone or anything like that. Right. Yeah. And then people would start trying to, like, get a lot of money from us because, you know, when people, like, see, like, oh, you're doing well, like, they think that you're made of money. And then they start demanding all this money. And you're like, is that the normal amount to pay someone? Like, I don't know how much a normal job paid. I didn't know anything. I was only, like, 15, 16 at the time. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that that was a big like learning lesson as well. And also like I I didn't realize this just because it's the type of person I am and I like I said I like working, it keeps me busy, it keeps my mind off of negative things. Um and I didn't realize how hard I was working, I guess. But like in retrospect, I'm looking back at it, dude, I cried 3 times a week cuz I was working so hard. Yeah, you at mean, at 5 in the morning, yeah. like grinding my ass off on an edit. Yeah. And like I had all this pressure that millions of people were relying on me and all this. So, I didn't realize like that I was I was going that hard for us and, and myself. Yeah. Um, but that's really interesting though. I feel like that's, it's such an uncommon thing that yeah. you got, like, I, I think it gives a good perspective to some of your viewers that like, yeah, I mean, imagine going from zero to a hundred at 14. Like I didn't have a job at all mm-hmm. when I was 14, let alone that. So I think that the, the fact that you have the wherewithal to know that that's different and to understand and also say, man, I kind of wish I did have a farm job because maybe it would is is commendable because... I would have learned so many lessons that I didn't have to learn the hard way later on in life. Because I would have learned how much people normally made, so I would have learned how much it is... It's normal to pay someone, yeah. And then you know what I mean. But yeah. like we didn't, we didn't know any of that. So like that really did come back to bite us in the ass. Yeah. I mean, like I think there's, re- it's growing. Pain. It's hard to say. Like if you, if you do it one way, you're gonna have to learn about another area that you never covered when you were yeah, doing right. it that way. So it's just like it's always gonna be like that. But I don't. St- I personally do not recommend anybody going zero to one hundred with anything. You have to take the steps so that you learn how to sustain when you get to the level that you want to get to. And I think there's a lot of people who like want to do stuff on social media and they want to have followers and they want to have an audience. Bless, Bless you. you. Thank Ooh. you. I sneezed in the back uh, of the corner. But like if, the if room. We, we've kind of like you know had some friendships where. Um, like even one of our hometown friends, he wouldn't mind me talking about this, but we wanted him to be our photographer. So we, you know, he's like, I want to do it because we're like young, we're 16. We're like, let's fucking do this. Like we're going to be best friends. We're going to be working together. So we flew him to California and he stayed in our apartment for like six months and he was working as a photographer. Mm-hmm. We would take photos back in Jersey and in California because at that time he was like the only person we could trust. Yeah. Um, but was he a photographer? No. Is that what he wanted to do with his life? No. We just thought that he did because we were 16. And then he kind of like, he got like 50,000 followers in like a week and then he didn't know how to like maintain that. Yeah. So like if, if you get something that quick and you don't really take, you know, 
take the proper steps, you're going to piss it away that soon. So like, that's what the, I had that pressure on me too. Cause I was like, I just went from zero to a hundred. I could like potentially piss this away with like one bad move. Like I don't, I didn't learn like what bad moves and good moves were. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you just have to, like you said, you get a better appreciation when you, when you grind and you go from nothing and start making your way up. You've gone through failures enough to be like, I'm not going to be thrown off by this. I'm going to keep going because I've done this, you know, and I yeah. think that's important for people to remember. But every time I do fail, I'm like, oh, it's over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, so there is like a, they always catch you by surprise, but they you do, just yeah. kind of, in the, the, the end of, at the end of the day, you just got to push through and keep, yeah. and keep going for yourself. Yeah. Um, when and, I believe, say, and believe in yourself because there's no reason not to. Yeah. When I say zero to a hundred, I don't mean that my life was like shitty and then it went like, it became amazing and I had all this money and stuff, but like, you know, we did go from like 14 years old and then getting that first brand deal or whatever, but like that's not 100. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you come to LA, everyone has a lot more money than you. Everyone's doing a lot better than you. Everybody already is like in the swing of things. They got the gist. Like we didn't have, you know, really any of that. I'm not going like, to complain or whatever because like my, I've always like loved my life. Yeah. There's times where like you're upset, but I think no matter what position you are financially, wh- where you stand w- with business and, and your career and everything, I think everyone. Everyone does feel the same emotions because we're all the same species. Yeah. So, like, everything's relative as well. I heard this, uh, I think one of my doctors maybe told me this, but he said that the same feeling that a surgeon gets before he goes into surgery, he was a surgeon, um, the same feeling that a surgeon gets before he goes into surgery. Those same nerves and anxiety. Is the same nerves that a, what is it? A a five-year-old would get up at bat. In, in Little League okay. baseball. Yeah. yeah, he told Grayson and I this. And I was like, wow. That's cool. That's crazy. It's just like different things tri- trigger the same emotions for different people. So I think just like for some of the viewers, if you're 14 right now and being like, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm not in L.A. Like everybody has their own pace and their own – like when I was 14, I went underwater for the first time. That was a big deal for me. I never went underwater until I was 14. So like <laughs> – you don't think that you have to be going balls to the wall at 14. It's all about progression and, and working towards And also when, and, when Ryan was 29, he saw snow for the first time. Yeah, I saw snow. Even though he's from New Jersey and it snows every day. I never went winter. out. I never opened the windows when no, it snowed. I'm, I'm just messing with him because uh, his car got stuck in the snow and he asked he asked me to come get him okay. and get his car. But I was in, like, yo, I don't have a tow truck. In my defense, <laughs> Ethan can back me up. It wouldn't move. It would only move if it was going backwards. Right. So w- Ryan was coming to our house to help film the documentary, and he his car got stuck because it was snowing out, and he needed me to come get him in my driveway after it was towed to our house by a tow truck, and the tow driver fell off the car and hit his head on the pavement. And, and got a concussion. Yeah, it, th- it was a fucked up day. But anyway, Ryan's car would not move forward. I will back him up. It would only move in reverse. <laughs> okay, but I'm like, I'm producing and directing the documentary, have... F- Seven people from the crew. There's eight total. Ryan wasn't there yet because his car was stuck in the snow. I have seven people. I'm running them through the shot list, and Ryan calls me. He's like, "Hey man, yeah, can you can you help me, bro? Like, I, I, I'm stuck in the snow. I don't, I don't I don't know what to do. There's snow on the ground, and it just mind snow. you, a lady already hit my car. No, I'm, she didn't hit him yet because I was on the phone with him. He goes, "Oh, she's, uh, oh. someone just hit my car. Oh, oh. okay. First of all, it was <laughs> way more calm than that." And people are whizzing by me going 50 miles an hour, like, spinning around. I'm in, like, Farmville, New Jersey. I don't know where I'm at. And I was like, well, this isn't a great situation to be in for me here. <laughs> like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But basically, doing. I was like, Ryan 
is our producer, and I was like, you right now need to please not stress me out because I'm undergoing a lot of stress trying to get this production uh, like uh, going. And I did. Yeah, and Ryan and Ryan um, Ryan stressed me the fuck out, so I was very upset. But, <laughs> on but purpose. I know it wasn't on purpose, but I was like, I was, I, was, I guess I was in like a freak out mood already. Yeah, and when he were. called me, I was like, oh my god, he's why the fuck does he not know how to get out of the snow? But I didn't understand his circumstance. Um, and I didn't have a tow truck, but he was asking me to pull him, and I didn't know what to pull him with. He asked me if I had a rope. Get that sprinter van out there. Yeah, that thing's only two wheel drive. That would that would get that would get stuck, and then your Camaro has a better chance of pulling that thing out. People thought I was lying, and then a cop came and tried to move my car, and he was like, "Yep, can't do it." And yeah. I was like, "All right, well, thank God it's yeah. not just me." I thought Ryan was just freaking out. Because no, Ryan does Ryan does freak out about the most random things, and he's calm about the most opposite things like things that you should freak the fuck out about ryan's like all right guys listen and he, he takes control of the situation but like dude if i think that's where we compliment each other a lot if there's a, if there's a wet floor sign in the hallway ryan won't walk around he'll be like what do i, what do, I, what do, I do that's an exaggeration but it's almost it true is. there's certain things but i think people are like that like it compliments each other well some small things i'll freak out and then there could be some crazy thing going on and i'm like yeah i got this With, yeah exactly that's like i freak out about the small things no, no. The, the opposite. Bi- I'm the opposite of you, yeah, whatever the, the fuck we just said. Me, yeah. yeah, and that's why, we, you know, Ryan's here, and he helps us calm down. More of the story, don't drive a Camaro in the snow. Let's get back on track to what we were talking about, because I did have something meaningful to say. Well, like, I want to end that last conversation with everyone's on their own path. Ethan and I were just thrown into this crazy world at a young age, and I believe that everything happens on like for a reason. I believe that fate is real. Um, and destiny, and it was just kind of like what our our souls were thrown into, and that's how our lives came about to be the way they are right now. But everyone's on their own path, and every every single path is just as meaningful. Mm-hmm. They all make this world spin around the same. Mm-hmm. So, and they all make Mercury spin around backwards the same. Okay, yes. so yeah, don't have any pressure to like be doing crazy things from a young age. Like everyone's on their own. Go path. at your own pace. Yeah, go what feels like, right, dude. So I could I could come out here by myself when I was 15 and live in an apartment and work every day in LA, but there is absolutely no part of me that could graduate college. I don't think I could do it. I don't, I, I believe in myself so strongly, but I don't think that I could graduate college. Mm-hmm. So my, like my sis, I told my sister that I was like, Cam, like, even though you're trying to figure out what job you want right now and, and you know, you're, you're breaking into the real world, they call it, even though everything's in the real world yeah. because there's no simulation. Just because you're in school doesn't mean you're in a simulation. It's still the real world. And it's, it's, it's a great point. I hated when people would say in school when I was in college, oh, you're going to be in the real world. And I was like, then what the hell was I in? Dude, if anything, yeah. col- if anything college is harder because you're working probably twice as hard as a normal job. And you're and, not getting paid. And you have a job. Like, I had a job during college. But you're also paying. Yes. So yeah. you're paying to work. I, I give I give college students and any students, for that matter, a lot of credit. It's because hard. That, I don't believe that's something that I could do. So just like I could move here when I was 15, I was, what I was going to say, I could move here when I was 15 and work, I couldn't do college. So everyone's path is different. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one is, is better than the other. No one's in a better situation than the other. Yeah. Because... Sometimes you think the situation is better, yeah. but you don't know what's going on. So don't think of money. Don't think of these things. Yeah. It's always cliche, but like, yeah, what? I never, I, I never thought of money until like money, I, money until, came in the pictures. Yeah, yeah. And then, but like I think until literally like recently. And yeah. Now I have to because like, yeah, I have to buy a house and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I would just focus on what makes you happy, and the money will come. Let's go back into into retrograde. And now that retrograde is over. Now that retrograde is over, I right. think. 
you know, it's, it's, it actually started to tone itself down towards the end of it. And I'm not exactly sure if it's because maybe it was just, you know, slowly phasing out of retrograde. I don't even know if that's a thing. But it, it all kind of happened the day that we went to this one crystal store and we bought a bunch of crystals. Yeah. That were supposed to help with Mercury retrograde. And my belief is that if, if Mercury retrograde is something that the universe has created, Mercury goes, in, go, Mercury goes into retrograde because the universe makes it. Mm. The universe also created these elements that are in these crystals. So if I believe that Mercury retrograde is messing with my life, I then also have to believe that these crystals can support me. And these are both things that I've never believed my whole entire life. Like, I didn't believe in Mercury retrograde, and I didn't believe in crystals. And then this month, I think, really made me believe in that. Maybe, I've, you know, I've gotten more spiritual, I think, this month, because as soon as I kind of, like, put my faith into, like, you know, uh, you know, these crystals are going to help me out, you know, because why not? Why not think that? You know, they're not there to, I mean, like, you might as well believe that they're serving a purpose if they're sitting there and they're on this earth with us. Yeah. So we went to a crystal store and we looked up a bunch of crystals that helped with mercury retrograde. So ones that would improve communication and, you know, all those errors with technology and everything like that. And we, we have them throughout our house now. And I have honestly felt a lot better. Yeah. And like things haven't been fucking up nearly as much. Like a lot of things like happen like perfectly. And I was like, Whoa, isn't mercury supposed to be in retrograde? Like I don't, you're like combating it. Things at home yeah. have been better, and I think that's because we have the crystals placed around the house. And 24-7 security at the drive And that, yeah. Also, I think the crystals help your mindset, which also just yeah. helps everything yeah. in general. I mean, even if they don't have a spiritual connection or whatever, it, at least they're making me think that they do. And even if it's just placebo, it's still supporting me, so why not? But I actually do believe that they, they have a... A deeper purpose than just placebo. Yeah, I think they, crystals. I think they've been working. No. Crystals are fucking awesome, badass. You know what else is and awesome? They look nice, and and now they're a new collection that I'm that I'm getting into. Oh, That's wow. a cool collection. And you know what else is a cool collection? This collection of usernames that shout we have outs. for oh, the wow. shoutouts. First one. I just want to say shout out Sarah. We really appreciate you, Sarah. Shout I out hope what? Sh- he's gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. Setting it up, man. Let Wait, me talk to Sarah for a second, bro. Grayson is. Can I blow my nose real quick? It's it's bad. Grayson's deep in a nostril over there. I'm sorry, Sarah. I'm sorry that your shout out was interrupted yeah, by Sarah, Grayson blowing his nose. Sarah was probably like, "This is my moment. Here it is." And then and then we'll, Grayson went. <laughs> that was a blow of appreciation. Onward, let's go. Come on. Let's, okay. Um, Sarah, and if you don't know which Sarah I'm talking about, I am talking about Dolan Kingdom 16, Sarah. So I just wanted to say thank you. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we are looking forward to seeing you next Tuesday. Dolan Kingdom. Much. That's a cool. Like it feels like you know, like a big palace. You know, the kingdom. Hey, it's, well, a, it's a royal yeah, username. I like it. Next, we got Rena at Thrifted Bailey. It's my middle name. Yeah, and something I did like to do back in the day when I was fifteen. We we're talking about a lot about twenty fifteen. Was when I moved to LA, I went to thrift stores a lot. Okay, and I still have a lot of those clothes, and they're some of my favorite items. So. I actually ruined a jacket that I got thrifted yesterday because I sprayed this bleach cleaner in the fucking van and then I put the fucking jacket on top of what I sprayed by accident and I didn't realize that it was bleach and then it bleached my whole thrifted jacket that I got when I was 15. I really loved it. Ethan is Aww. ridiculous. He doesn't think. And there was a little bit of dirt, dried up dirt in one of the shelves of the van and he sprayed bleach on it. It's fucking dirt. Yeah. And then he got all of his clothes pink. Bro, I'm just scared of this fucking virus, bro. I don't want the to dirt virus? Yeah. Coronavirus, bro. <laughs> it's not in dirt. It's not in the bleach dirt. and everything. All right, so Rena, I just want to say thank you. Rena at Thrifted Bailey, shout out to you. I really appreciate you. Next, we got Rhea. Kind of like Rena, Close. but Rhea. Yeah. Rhea? 
Rena and Rhea are both beautiful names. Yeah. And Sarah as well. Yeah. Yeah. Those are names I like. We'll just wait until you hear the next name as well. Oh, man. Damn, I feel like I'm really... Uh, but Rhea, shout out Rhea. I just want to say thank you for listening. I hope you, you know, were able to take something away from this podcast today. I know we talked about a lot of random bullshit, but hopefully some of it was helpful for you, to you. And I uh, hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. What's your what's just at? Overall? And, and Rhea, if you don't know who exactly which Rhea I'm talking to, because I am assuming that there's probably more one... There's probably more than one Rhea who lives or on Or it could planet. be Rhea. Um, Rhea or Rhea? <laughs> Pure. It's, it's definitely Rayo. We've been saying it wrong. Yeah. Okay, it's, right. it's it's either of those, but you know what it definitely is: purified Dolans. Absolutely, okay. of course. And so. now we know who it is. Yes. So sorry if we we messed up your name. I think we got it right with one of the ones we said. I would hope because I have no other options. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say it Go just ahead. in case. Rahia. I'm just gonna say. Okay, that. now it's good to cover all, all right, bases. Now we, got, we now we cover them all. No, that's smart. Okay, now we got Josephine. That's and cool. That's you got that cool right. Name. You got that right. That is like an OG name. Yeah. That's a really cool you name. You could go by Josie, which is cool. You could yeah. go by Joe. You could go by Joe, which is cool. Go, you could go by Safine. That's cool. She but goes by Joe. Okay, so her at is Josie Kelly 2015. There we go. Nailed it. That's a cool, that's a really cool name. That's a really cool name. Imagine being Ryan Abe. Terrible name. <laughs> That's a topic for another time. I wanted to change it once, but yeah, great, uh, great. <laughs> oh my god, dude! We should make a bet, and then if you lose, you have to change your name. I think Abe is cool just because Abe Lincoln kind of like paved the way. When for I say my last Abe. name, people think it's going to continue, and they. Wait. I did think that for yes. some reason. I thought it was going to be like Abel. Go, man. what's your name? I say Ryan Abe, and they'll go, "Awesome, what's the last name?" And I'll go, "Fuck." <laughs> I thought it was going to be like Abel. Ableton. Abel. Abel. No, say Abel. Right. <laughs> That's the no, shout out. Abla. Abla. That's what I thought. I would rather that, to be honest. All right, but Josephine, thank you so much for for showing appreciation. Not, no, not showing appreciation. Showing support because, and I want to show my appreciation. I'm sorry. That's I, said nice that, I said that backwards. But you said because it. Because we've been recording for an hour. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what why happens. I said it backwards. How do they get a shout out, Ethan? You guys can get a shout out by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And rating it a five-star rating. And then also tweeting the hashtag Deeper with the Dolan Twins on Tuesday along with the link of the podcast that you just listened to. So we know which podcast to shout you out in next. Perfect. Um, those are kind of a lot of things. And if you do them, we really, we really, really appreciate it. Yeah. All jokes aside, Sarah, Rina, Rhea, Josephine. Love you guys. Love you guys. And love the rest of you guys listening as well. Hopefully we get to uh, learn your name soon. See you guys next Tuesday.